Welcome back to The Verge Studios for another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. My name is Scott Johnson and this is... Bob Savage. How you doing, Bob? We're doing great. Yeah, yeah. I like your shirt. Yeah, thank you. Got little cocktails on it? We got cocktails. It's never... Never a bad time to be festive. <laughs> right. Festivus for the rest of us, as Jerry Seinfeld is Classic Seinfeld. <laughs> Today, what I want to talk about, Bob, I think is um, we've talked a lot about planning and, you know, what goes into a promotional calendar and things like that. But um, what I want to mainly focus on is when are you on? When are, when are we on as performers? When does the show start? When does it end? Um, and you know, what is, what is kind of that look like and what's the, the mentality behind that? And, um, you know, specifically we spend all these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of hours of planning. What is, you know, what are we executing? How much are we executing and how do we take advantage of the time that we are executing? Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's really a great topic. And I'm going to, again, go a little tangential, yeah. a buddy of mine, Rick Brenner, you know, he, he kind of challenged me last year. He said, you know, what what are we really? And, and, and Rick uh, is a uh, owner of a team on East New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And, and he said, what are, what are we really good at? And I, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. And we're having breakfast together. He goes, um, we're, we're really good at selling. We're a sales organization and we operate a facility. So we're good salespeople and we're good operators. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh, yeah, that's true. And that's what really the bulk of any off-season is for almost every sports franchise in the country. They spend, you know, uh, the, 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 the calculation is, you know, 2,000 work hours a week for what we call a normal work. You know, it's, it's 50 weeks times 40 hours, right? 2,000 sure. hours. But in sports, all of you can attest to the fact that 2,000 hours is like you're just getting started. Right. A lot of people put in a lot of extra hours to work in sports organizations. So, but even if we just use the 2,000 or 2,000 um, hours a year scenario, we take it times a 20-person front office. That's 40,000 hours of labor that you're putting into preparing to be open for a certain amount of hours. You know, and and so if you're a baseball team and you've got 60 shows and you're open and maybe the shows are two th- let's just say three hours yeah, sure. and then you got an hour pregame that's 60 times four 240 hours you just put in Compared to all that 40,000 hours and you're open for 240 crazy yeah and it's funny is a lot of these teams do really good for 40,000 hours or maybe 38,000 hours or whatever yeah, sure. or 30 whatever 39,800 yeah. hours and then the last 200 hours when they're open they forget yeah. about being on yeah. you know because they're actually good at sales and good at operating and the show is what you're talking about right. how do we put on a show and be on and when do we start it and when do we stop it and yeah. what do we do during it yeah so what kind of things are we doing to maximize you know we're talking about you know, the 300 hours or what, what have you. Yeah, let's use 300. We'll just use 300 for sake of argument. And what what kind of things can we or are, should we be doing to maximize those hours in the show? Well, um, I guess first of all is to understand that, to be yeah. blunt. If, if, if point, everybody right? in, in, in your culture knows that those, those hours count. I guess I, I'll go another tangent a different way. You know, trade shows, we our company used to go to trade shows a lot. And, you know, you spend all this time. Anybody that's gone to a trade show and actually displayed at a trade show understands that back 
the, the, all of the effort, the logistical effort of moving your product to a trade show, displaying your plane tickets and hotel rooms and you sure. and the trade show, you know, we, uh, one of the places we used to go as a baseball winter meetings, the trade show is only open from like 10 to four on one day and nine to six the next day. So let's just say 10 hours. Okay. I've just spent tons of time, resources, people. And so then you get to the trade show and I would just find it uh, fascinating. We're sitting in a trade show and you see somebody like that isn't even manning their booth. <laughs> or are they breaking down two hours right. early because they have to catch a plane? I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, all these resources are going into this and you are wasting time. They're like, out to lunch. There's a little tag on there, but <laughs> like, do you know how much That's time true. per yeah. minute you have spent on that booth? Right. And the same thing, you take 40,000 hours of labor and you take what that cost of labor per hour and you try to put that over those 300 hours and then you add your game day people to it. There is per minute how much time is like how much effort is made for that per minute of that 300 yeah. hours yeah. You, we need to be on we need to be on every minute from gates open from the very first game of the season actually even before gates open to the last fan leaves at the end of the season yeah you, you have to be focused on being totally on during that entire time yeah so that's things like you know welcoming people as they come in or you know on the opposite end of that as they leave making sure your host is at the the gates and your your promo teams at the gates and absolutely um you know thank you for coming and thank you for you know experiencing this performance with right us. absolutely um i read yeah. somewhere that the fan experience is a re either i went attended a seminar or read that the fan experience starts with your first contact with the fan, right? Mm -hmm. And so that first contact might be an outbound sales call. It might be the fan logging into Ticketmaster or whatever, you know, uh, to buy that ticket. How is that experience starting? And that, and that experience, of course, manifests itself as it, the, the day gets closer. Is our, our, is the team or the sport, the, the facility sending out emails, you know, thanks for buying a ticket. This is what's going on tonight, you know, right. and getting people excited to come to their event. And then, and then of course the experience goes into getting in the car. And one of my kids is really in a pissy mood today. So that's <laughs> breaking down the experience yeah. a little bit. So we're now we're battling traffic, you know, and the, the access to the stadium kind of sucks because there's construction or whatever. Then we then we finally get to the stadium and, we, and we're facing parking. How has the fan experience happened there? Mm -hmm. Right. That's our first real touch. Yep. Is who is parking us? Is they if they got a smile on their face? They're saying welcome, you know, and they're and they're actually maybe even cracking a joke as they're exactly. as yeah. the people are coming into the parking lot. There's your there's your first really you know in person touch of a fan and then it goes and progresses on from there, right? Yeah, one thing that I found helpful when I've consulted with teams is, um, you know, they always describe baseball as being romantic, you know? Well, so when I think about the experience and, um, you know, I've, I've often thought, how do I convey what the experience should be to teams rather than just giving them stuff to do? I want to paint a picture, you know? So, you know, I'm almost writing a book about someone's experience to the team, you know, explaining how uh, someone it should affect their personality, explaining how it should affect them, how it should make them feel, what their senses should feel like and whatnot. And I discovered that it's, you know, the show is completely romantic too. There's an art to what we're doing here. And then there's an art to, 
the execution, you know, whether it's, you mentioned that parking guy, the parking usher, whether he has like stickers that he can hand to the kids in the car, like yeah. little things like that, that, you know, sets the tone for what they're about to, about to experience. You know, they're going to, when they enter the gates, they're going to, you're going to get the smells, you're going to get all that. So, mm -hmm. you know, capitalizing on, on things like that and adding to the experience, making sure your, your mascots out there with the kids uh, early on. Mm -hmm. um, and, ex and, you know, having that experience. So um, there is something that's completely romantic about what we're doing, and it, and it is an art form. It is an art yeah. form. And, you know, you go to a Broadway show, and they've practiced for months. But mm -hmm. first of all, the actors and the entertainers have been making a career out of it, right? Yeah. Uh, so they've been going at it for years, and then they practice the show for months before they open their gates. And every sports event in the nation has got that live performance piece to it yep. with hardly any practice. <laughs> right. But they need to. They need to focus on that. They need to actually teach that, you know, that that parking lot attendant and the ticket taker at the front gate, you know. And you've probably seen it. I know I have. I've literally seen ticket Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like the soup Nazis. I was talking about <laughs> Seinfeld. They're like, you know, they're just stoic and they're mean and you get stay in line and don't, you right. know, and all that instead of, hey, welcome. This is going to be fun tonight. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're you know, I, I've been to stadiums with complete opposite experiences as far as just the way the staff embraced the show. And, you know, we've talked about that in the past, how important it is for all the staff to, you know, buy into the culture, buy into the show mentality, especially, you know, once those curtains go up, we're, we're all on. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's things that, you know, we talked about the, the parking, there's things you can do before the gates, even in the email communication ahead of time, you know, it, things to get ready for, you know, the day before your ticket is for, you know, getting an email from the team, things to get ready for, for your show and what to expect, you know, it all kind of builds into that experience and, and can really maximize, you know, the time we're going to have with these fans or these audience members, um, rather than just coming for a three hour game. You know yeah. I mean? So let's, let's, let's take a fan through, we just, they've just parked their car. And they had a really good positive experience. And now they're walking through your parking lot. Now, is, is the parking lot got good banners? Is there balloons like at the front gate? You know, mm -hmm. what's the, as you're talking, I think you're talking about that 3D or HD experience. Yeah. What's it smell like? Right. What's it sound like? What's it look like? You know, that that's all part of their experience. That's important, yeah. yep. and, and so as they're coming in, is there is there music? We, a lot of places where we put in audio sound systems, we put speakers facing the parking lots. So there's this nice ambiance of music, maybe some gate announcements. Not again, not the crazy ones where like, you can't bring weapons into the stadium. Don't do this. Right. Don't do that. It actually is more pleasant than that, right? You still have to do those announcements, but you can still be more pleasant and welcoming. And this is the tonight's promotions. Make sure you check out, you know, we've got a really great burger special going on at the grill down at the fourth, you know, third base side or whatever. You can say all those things as they're coming in. So like, you know, just generally, again, if you're inviting people over to your house for Thanksgiving, right. you're planning that you're you're definitely sweeping your front yard or whatever, yeah. or the driveway or whatever. Yeah. You're making sure that when they feel welcome when they're coming in. So then, so then they get to the gate and and the, the ticket experience is good of taking their ticket or scanning their ticket. Mm -hmm. So then, what happens? They've walked in and now the, the curtains up, as you said, yep. good vernacular. Um, what happens there? What happens with the show? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to start looking at things like what's on the video board during this time. You know, what is, is the content engaging? And, you know, once 
you know, once they're in there, they're ours. So what are we going to do with them? Like the mascot, um, having the mascot and the promo team around there because, you know, they haven't quite made their way to their seats yet. They're still working on that, but you know, their, their senses are everywhere. You know, the kids are everywhere and you know, the, the mascot and the promo team are going to be a, that's a good opportunity for them to take pictures, have step and repeats, things like that, right out front um, by high traffic areas. Have the kids sign up for some in-game stuff right there. You know, you have your your booth with your um, your promo team, and they're signing up people for this race in the fifth inning, or um, you know, some kind of water balloon contest in the sixth. Um, and those and those promo team has to, has to be active and engaging. Yes, I've seen a lot of them that again, the zombies that are walking around are just no energy. Right, right, because again, people are. When people are walking into the stadium, a lot of them are confused. First-time fans, as we told in a different podcast, you know, people are smart, crowds are dumb. So they don't know what they're doing. Are people engaging them and helping them, guiding them to their seats? You know, is an usher, you talk about a promo team signing up somebody for maybe some event they're having. Why can't an usher do that when the usher sees his family coming down? But that's that's engaging. That's at 300 hours where the concession people are part of the show. Mm -hmm. The ushers are part of the show. And the usher sees a little kid. Have you ever been here before? Oh, my goodness. We got some things. You should check out the kid zone. You know, you could go over to that booth over there and sign up and be actually on the field for something. Yeah. They don't even know that until they get told that, right? Yeah, and to have your entire staff with that mentality. And, I mean, it just... It makes everybody's job a lot easier if everyone if everyone operates that way. Um, not like you said, not just the promo team or you no, know, they're the all part of the all show. All part of the show, right? And that's of course what Disney has preached for years, um, and it has translated to a lot of different sports stadiums across the country. But it still doesn't, you know, what is it? The uh, uh, a message travels around the world in under a second, but it takes years to get through the last <laughs> eighth inch into your ears, yeah, into your brain, something like that. Um, and that, and and so there's a lot of lot of uh, uh, operators that know, understand that, but they then they don't fail to engage their concessions workers or their they just hire them as we need we have um, let's get vernacular we need ticket takers. No, they need talent. We need actors mm-hmm. that happen to take tickets. Cast members, yeah, <laughs> cast yeah. members yeah. right? Yeah, you know, and, and that that's again changing the vernacular. Changing, are, are we putting on a show, or are we just putting on a hockey game, or a baseball game, or a basketball game? And no, we'll, we're putting on a show. And we'll we'll talk, I think, in a later podcast probably about vernacular because that's a that's a whole subject in itself. Um, but uh, it does go a long way in changing the psychology of of what we're actually doing here. Remember, like, you know, the way I think about this, and you, you have the same thought, we're not producing a baseball game. We're producing a show. Baseball is part of the entertainment. It's part of the act. Correct. Um, and and the players are also cast members in what we're doing as well. Especially at Jesse's place down at the Savannah Bananas, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Well, yes, yeah, exactly. But, but, but they are part of the – but that's one thing. As operators, you know, as, as long as I'm dropping another name, I'll drop yep. Chuck Domino's name. Chuck used to say, I have zero control. A lot of people, of course, will – uh, I have zero control of the, of the baseball action. I don't even hire the baseball players. I have no idea what's right. going to happen. I don't know if they're going to be good or bad, if they're going to suck tonight or win tonight. But I know what I can control, yep. the rest of the fan experience. Yeah, 
completely. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and as we've said earlier, the fan experience starts before the curtains go up, and it's found in many areas of the ballpark. Um, you know, not just not just the baseball field, and not just between innings. It's yeah. it's always it's always going on until the last fan leaves. Yeah. So let's go through. This one's a little bit longer podcast. We're going to go because we got a few more things to talk about. We're trying to keep our podcast between like ten and twenty minutes. So yeah. that's a quick bit of wisdom. Hopefully it's wisdom <laughs> <laughs> that, that's easily digestible, and then we'll get on to the next subject. But, you know, as we're going through the pregame, so often teams fumble there, because Scott, because um, they just kind of, they again, they mail it in. They sure. throw a spinning logo on, play some right. music, and there's times, there's good time to kind of bring the crowd down and re- make them relax with a logo and some music, but not for 45 minutes, right. okay? Right. Um, there's... There's a lot of people, first-time fans, that usually will get there early because they are first-time fans, and, and they're going to be bored out of their minds sitting there watching nothing for 30 minutes. So that pregame show has to have some content. And what I like to tell teams is imagine it's a sitcom or any half-hour show on television. You have 22 minutes of programming and eight minutes of commercials. So the 22 minutes of programming from the gates open until the, you know, the half-hour mark, you should have some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. interspersed with some sponsor messages, and sometimes the sponsor messages themselves can be fun, but you give them something to watch, yeah. give them something to participate in, right? Yeah, so. yeah it's, I can't tell you how many shows I've been to uh, this summer alone that I'd walk in and for the first at least half hour from curtains up, um, there's just the spinning logo, uh, nothing on the video board. And it's, a, it's First thing I'll change for teams is it's, is the content to the video board at gates open. Yeah, and in, in a hockey place, it's the Zamboni going around in a circle. So, uh, in, yeah. in baseball stadiums, yeah, you got a spinning logo. We talk about the HD experience, the 3D experience. Right. You got a spinning logo, some music, and you see in the groundskeeper bent over. <laughs> that's it. That's that's your whole entertainment right. experience for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's and, and you know the, the the content, you know, it doesn't need to be, you know, it just needs to be slightly engaging with low execution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and you know the I don't know if you just mentioned it, I may have missed it, but the, you know, like when you go to a movie theater, before the preview start, they have content on the screen. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I'm not saying we need to copy that content, but the reason they have content is to engage while you're waiting. Correct. um, For the show to begin. And we need to have that same concept uh, for our shows. Yes. um, And for all our client shows as well. Then, of course, as the, as the, uh, now we're going to, we'll get deep into the game, uh, you know, like game production and another podcast, but. The, uh, you know, you get into the game. Now, the game itself, the play on the field, mm-hmm. takes care of itself. And you have to intersperse it with, uh, as we said in an earlier podcast, great moments. You have to take care of your sponsors, but you have to also have great moments of entertainment and good epic moments that people can take home with them. They can laugh hard and tell their friends about it, right? So that that goes on throughout the day. And again, we, we this podcast will be an hour long if we get into that right now. But, but then as the gates end, as the game ends, you know, one thing that I see when the game ends is camera operators taking their cameras down. Sure. On-field on yep. promo people walking off. Away. It's done. Like the last out or, you know, the, the, the clock runs out in basketball and hockey. Boom. Everybody's demeanor drops down because they're still game-orientated instead right. of show-orientated. Yeah, well said. And no, the fans are still there. In fact, that first fan is probably going to be your last fan out mm-hmm. of the gate. So those fans still need to be entertained. So what do we do post-game? 
Uh, I mean, it's all about your postgame show at that point. I mean, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, having having the promo team, having our mascots, having our, um, you know, the promo team signing autographs, for goodness sakes, you know, just for the kids. Like, you know, they should be more part of the show. Um, mm -hmm. You know, having them at Gates, having your host at the Gates. Thank you for coming, you know, you know, thank you. know interviewing a player is always you know that's good for the game it's good for the show um you know it provides that level of interaction and engagement for the fans um yeah but yeah what have you seen the host game the host of the gates um yeah. highlights on the video, video board, board play the game sure. you know the music keeps going mm -hmm. you know a lot, a lot of times all of a sudden it's like, oh we have our game day budgets oh we have Oh my goodness, we gotta yeah, our game days. We gotta cut people, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, fifteen minutes early because we gotta maintain our game day budgets. I, again, if you're the sales organization that you say you are, and the operators you say you are, and you just spent forty thousand hours of labor to get to those fifteen minutes, maybe we should spend some money for those last fifteen minutes yes. and keep those people, keep that host talking until that last person leaves. Thank you so much for coming. Make sure you come back next week. We've got this great promotion with this going on and that going on. You got to keep that that energy flowing until it's really time to say yep. lights out and that curtains that, down. That's a message straight to the managers, the team presidents, because you know they're the ones most of the time making the the budget related decisions and you know telling you to get those people out of here early. But you're right that that extra half hour, those extra forty five minutes, fifteen minutes are so vital. Yeah, it's not time to go home just yet. No, it isn't. No, you see, absolutely you not. Know, you always have time to make someone's experience better or worse. Yep. You know, and wouldn't it be something? I've, you know, I, I've seen it before. Wouldn't it be something if the, those last fans are walking out and all of a sudden there's a player, mm. literally a player yep. standing at the gate, walking an old lady to her car? <laughs> right. She's going to be forever a yeah, fan. She'll forever remember that fan. forever. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have anything else on this. Do you? Uh, I have so Let's much down, more, right? but we'll hit it in a future episode, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Well, appreciate you talking with me. Guys, as always, submit your questions. If you think you have something to add, let us know. If you want to jump on this show with us, let us know. We'll consider it. Until next time, it's all about your fans. Have a good day. See ya.